This is the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast, the only sex podcast for seven and eight figure conscious leaders who want to embody their pleasure and have the best sex of their lives. I'm Tilly Storm, top 20 sex coach in the world and your host today. Welcome back to the Multi-Orgasmic Millionaire Podcast. It's Tilly Storm. And today I have a guest that you haven't heard from in a long time. And his name happens to be Christopher Jolly. And he is my life partner. Hey, Chris, how are you? Hi, Tilly. I'm doing super good. Uh, great to be on the podcast again. <laughs> yeah, it's been since I think Valentine's Day 2021. It's been a while. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, yeah, today I have him on for a special reason, and that is because we're going to be sharing with you about a retreat that we're going to be hosting at the end of July in South Florida. And uh, yeah, I'm co-hosting the retreat with Chris and our friend Elizabeth. So we're going to tell you all about it. It's called the Sex, Money, and Medicine Retreat. So Chris is our money expert. I am obviously this expert and we have Elizabeth who is our medicine expert. And when I say medicine, I mean plant medicine expert. So I did a podcast in March, 2022, or maybe April about my experience with ayahuasca and all that goodness. So you can go back and listen to that and how that's um, kind of shifted my trajectory since doing that. But today we're going to hear from Chris. So Chris, tell everyone uh, who's listening, what you do and why you do what you do in the world. Yeah, for sure. So I am a financial literacy coach for entrepreneurs. I actually have a new podcast out called The Financially Free Entrepreneur. And what I do is I help business owners figure out how to take cash and become financially free in five to 10 years. Essentially, the reason that I do this is because I had had a couple of businesses myself and kind of learned everything all on my own. Nobody taught me anything about finances uh, in running a business or even personally, you know, nobody ever taught me how to invest or why I should invest or what to invest in to save anything like that. And so I went through a series of a couple of businesses and put all my money back into the business and didn't save anything um, and just kind of wound up broken with no business. And so that started me on a journey of learning everything I could about finances and financial literacy. And now I teach what I learned to other entrepreneurs so they can save themselves some of the trouble that I went through. Yeah. And what were your businesses? Oh, uh, so I was in the food business. So it was uh, like restaurant industry stuff, wholesale to grocery stores, that kind of thing. Nice. Okay. Well, you and I were both on the ayahuasca retreat in Columbia in March, and uh, we met Elizabeth there. Can you share with everyone, and I'm happy to chime in, about how and why we have come to wanting to even host a retreat about sex, money, and medicine, and why all three? Yeah, I totally can. So the one thing that I have always found about plant medicine is that it's kind of like um, a backdoor, if you will, or a shortcut. It's a way that you can get a lot of uh, healing work or other sort of integration type things done in a faster setting than what you might normally go through in your daily everyday life. I've found that it's really great for helping you to step out of, you know, old habits and patterns. Okay, awesome. Yeah, well, you know a little of the, how I didn't have any experience doing plant medicines before meeting you. And then when we went to Columbia, how that was uh, 
very much a challenge for me to overcome my own fears and anxieties around letting go of control in that way. Uh, but you, on the other hand, have lots and lots of experience. So can you tell everyone about your experiences with plant medicines? Boy, um, yeah, I do have quite a few of them. I have done mushrooms probably more times than I can count. My favorite substance on record would be LSD, but I've experienced a number of different things. And I just find that overall, the one characteristic of plant medicine that kind of keeps me coming back for more and that makes the whole experience worthwhile to me is the overarching sense of unity and oneness that you feel um, when you go through a plant medicine journey. And I think that being connected to that oneness brings you back to your original wholeness. And so that's helpful in whether it be your sexuality, your money life, or whatever area of life that you are trying to improve or to integrate in. Yeah. Do you have a particular favorite experience or most profound experience from plant medicine that you could share? I think I have two that really stand out for me. The first one is um, the first time that I did MDMA. And that was definitely like in a recreational setting. So it, it didn't have any sort of medicinal connotations when we did it. But if you've ever done MDMA, you know that it, it definitely is medicinal, whether you do it with that frame of mind or not. And the entire experience and just the the ability that that chemical unlocked in my mind to feel the way that I did um, was just something so profound that to me, it was akin to like a religious experience. And so that was one big one. And then the other one was the time that I had um, funny because I had taken some acid that I had gotten off of some hippies in uh, Woodstock. And I was sitting at the house, um, just sitting out on this balcony that I had at the time. And we had some bell pepper plants out on the patio. And I was watching the energy rising up through the plant and like move through the different parts of the plant and into the leaves and just um, being able to see these normally very minute physical processes that are like you can't see with the naked eye. Um, and just watch the plant have this entire amazing experience. Um, yeah, so that one too, I think. Yeah. Okay. Can you go back to the MDMA experience and share what was spiritual about it? Yeah, again, that just comes back to the, the feeling of oneness that I feel like a lot of different psychedelics engender. That one I actually did with a bunch of people that I was working with at the time. And so it was already kind of like uh, had a family kind of feel towards it or, you know, just like being in a, a safe place among friends and family. And then if, you know, you've ever taken the compound, it releases a lot of serotonin. So it makes you feel really good and really connected to people. And um, it just gave me this feeling of connection to life and the universe and the world and my purpose here. Uh, that I think is usually lost on us as we move throughout our daily lives. Yeah, cool. Well, I know I, I'm going to share this about my partner here, but Chris is one of these people. He's never had a bad trip <laughs> uh, after doing plant medicines for a long time. And he's also, in my perspective, the most unrattled, calm and centered person I've ever known or come across. 
there's literally nothing I can tell him or do. <laughs> Maybe there is a limit, <laughs> but like, I've never felt so safe with someone to just share anything and everything. And like nothing I say or do seems to really rattle him. And honestly, I think that's because of a lot of the experiences he's had with plant medicines is that there's just like, oh, well, I've been on the other side of the veil long enough to know that pretty much anything that happens here in our 3D reality isn't isn't quite what it seems anyway. Um, what would you say to that? Do you feel, do no, you recognize that I, in yourself? I think that's pretty accurate. Like you said, once you have poked through the veil and seen what's beyond, you realize that there's this whole other world that takes place underneath what we normally experience. And as strange as and alien as it seems to us, it's um, more real and more close to the actual reality of things. And so once you realize that, then yeah, everything that goes on in your daily life is just kind of this easy to laugh at simulation most of the time, including a cat meowing in the background. So. <laughs> right. We have two kitties. Well, they're not so much kitties anymore. What are they like? Uh, 10 months? Year. They're a almost year. a year. Yeah. Uh, okay, cool. Well, how do you think plant medicines can help people with their sexuality, expanding the realm of possibility, what's possible for them, healing sexual trauma, things like that, and money. And like, these are, we picked these two things because, well, obviously this is both what we're experts in, but also because they're two really core issues that people tend to have that seem to be the stickiest and the hardest to like move through. Yeah, I mean, I think whether you're talking about sex or you're talking about money, the source is the same, right? You're talking about the creative force of life or the universe, uh, the God energy, whatever you want to call it. And so if you are blocked in some way in your creation of resources or in your sexuality, it'll manifest across different areas of your life. Um, and so more likely than not, if you have an issue in one area, you will have it in, in the other as well. Yeah. Okay. Well, how can medicine help us move through those blocks and obstacles more quickly? That's one of the things that I absolutely love about plant medicine is that, you know, you have all of the self-development work that you can do. Uh, you can do every different philosophy thing that's exercise that's out there until you're blue in the face. And then you hear people who say, well, you know, I've been on this healing journey for 20 years or 30 years. And then the question becomes, well, what happens next? Or when are you finally healed? Or when are you going to be wherever you're supposed to be? And I find that plant medicine is really great for that because it's it, it just helped you to realize that there's it's not this endless thing you are already whatever you are looking to be or to achieve or to become and so it's just more about integrating the oneness and wholeness of your state with that that you want yeah well as people who have spent <laughs> tens of thousands maybe hundreds of thousands of dollars on coaching too much <laughs> we joke about creating a coaching program that ends buying all coaching programs <laughs> Uh, just because, you know, when you get on a personal growth and development path and you're, you are really keen to dive into all aspects and areas of your life, it's like, it can almost become addicting to want to 
continue to dive in because we think that there's always something more to heal, something more that we have to fix. And yeah, I think the plant medicines are one of the best things that you can do to just very, very quickly drop in and remember how you're already whole and complete, how, you know, there's nothing that you're lacking, how we are the source of everything and we create our existence. So um, that's definitely what I've learned from mushrooms, having done that since doing and talking about ayahuasca on the podcast. So yeah, I've done, I think six or seven psilocybin journeys so far and it's just such a quick way to tap into that remembrance that's just so profound and even just lift you out and like shift your vibration and your energy if it's in a bad place or dark place (laughs) it's like a quick way to just shift it and to come out of that and to remember oh yeah I'm already good I'm good (laughs) like I got this okay well what would you say to people who are interested in doing plant medicines or maybe have tried it before, but didn't have a great experience. I would tell them that you definitely are going to want to come on this (laughs) retreat. I think whether you're looking at your sexual life, uh, if you're looking at your finances or any area that you really want to improve in, that this is a great opportunity to really just dive down into the nitty gritty and get past all of the kind of surface level nonsense that we do to make ourselves feel like we're actually doing the work and getting things done and to get to the core of the reasons that are keeping you stuck, whether it's with your finances in relationships or whatever area of your life. And you know, just have that individualized attention that you need to break past those blocks and really make the changes that you want. Because in the end, you're not going to care which program you went through or what series of steps that you did. You just want the result. Yeah. Yeah. And for those of you listening that have done lots of personal growth and development. Like (laughs) I think I'm at the point in my career where every other person I talk to on a call is a therapist. And I, (laughs) it's kind of funny because it's like, we, we all get to this point where it's like, okay, what is enough enough with all this? Uh, but yeah, I mean, the, for me, this was literally the last thing on my list of things to try of like healing and, doing all the things that we do. I had tried everything that I know of in existence to heal my own sex and many issues and relationship patterns and all these things. And when it came to medicine, I was like, oh, that terrifies the shit out of me. So I guess that's where I'm going next. (laughs) And that is what I did. So I had again, never tried anything up until 2022. What is different about how we're going to help people um, to do the medicine if they've never done it for the first time? Like Elizabeth, we're going to hear from her next week. So she's going to share all about her stuff and how she got into this and how she helps people. But how is our system different from people who just kind of go off and maybe have played with it recreationally, but have never done it in a ceremonial way or who haven't used it, the medicine in a conscious way. 
Yeah, so you actually run into this a lot is that people are very interested uh, about learning about psychedelics and giving them a try. And then because uh, they don't have the reverence or even just the knowledge and the acceptance in our culture that they maybe do in some other cultures, um, they're done in ways that are not conducive to necessarily having the most beneficial experience. And so you do see a lot of recreational use of things like mushrooms, uh, MDMA, you know, people take as a party drug. And so that is a whole different experience and a different feeling than kind of like what we do on the retreat, because this is done in a totally sacred way, uh, done with the respect for the plant medicine. And, you know, just with the idea that something that what's going on here is something that is very sacred and requires a certain level of reverence. And so there's a whole series and uh, like a system of ritual that's attached to it. And yeah. so it's a much, a much more sacred and safer and clear space to do it from. Can you think of a couple of examples of issues people might have around their sexuality or money that they could come into this experience of being like, I have an intention to work through this. Like, what are some examples of some things that people could work through with the medicine, with the help of it and really get somewhere? Yeah. So <laughs> when it comes to the medicine and, and I guess really when it comes to any coaching work, it all comes down to the narrative that people have. Because the only thing that ever keeps people blocked or that moves them forward is the story that they have about themselves. And so when you take the medicine, it just really helps you to understand that the story that you have created, whether it's that, um, for example, you know, you're not good in the bedroom or you're a very closed off and kind of shy person, or you have the story that you can't make a lot of money or that it's wrong to have a lot of money. You know, we all have these different stories that come from, from whatever areas and aspects of our life, the experiences that we've had, the people that we grew up around and all of this, and then they get hardwired into us. And the medicine just really helps you understand that that story that you've told is just a, it, it's like a circuit that you keep active in your consciousness. And when you take the medicine, you realize that what you actually are is something much bigger with access to much more power and many more abilities than you actually thought that you had. Yeah, it kind of blows all your limitations out the water. <laughs> right. It, it makes you understand that the this world and our experience is so much bigger than this kind of narrow perception we live with on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. yeah beautiful well those who have tried it before uh and i know we have a story of a friend who has tried mushrooms before and she's like they never work <laughs> uh or i didn't like get in a i didn't feel any profound shift like why does that happen yeah, um, the, they say that the most important two things when you do any psychedelic is set and setting. And all that really means is that in order to have the best experience, uh, to have a good trip, essentially, is that you want to make sure that you are in the right place and that you have the right mindset. So one of the quickest ways to have a bad trip or an unpleasant experience is to have a bad mindset going into the psychedelic experience 
because the compounds normally just amplify what's already in your consciousness. So if you are concerned and you have a lot of fear, then that's going to grow bigger. Whereas if you can just relax and be at peace, then that feeling grows larger as well. And then if you are not paying any attention at all, then it will be easy to miss some of the transformations that the medicine can make. You know, people will take mushrooms and go out to a party and then they're not paying attention to their internal states and what's really available to them. Um, you know, they're just trying to have a good time. Yeah. Well, so true about the mindset going into it. I mean, I totally manifested that with the first Aya experience for myself. <laughs> I had so much fear around it. And then the first experience was very based in fear. I mean, I got so much out of it and I actually overcame my fear of death in that first experience, but um, it was is equally terrifying and frightening as it was ecstatic and glorious and beautiful. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm so thankful that it, you know, it turned, it turned and my state changed as I went through it. There was so much healing that got to be done around that, but yeah, I could totally see how, you know, going into medicine with a bad mindset or, carrying a lot of negativity. Like even when I'm thinking of doing it with friends, I'm like, uh, thinking, okay, are they in a good place right now? Because I don't want to be tripping with somebody who's like not having good high vibration energy going into it because that could potentially not be very fun for one or both people. Yeah. You definitely have to be careful who you're around and, and make sure that it, it's in a good setting. And that's one of the reasons that they can get a bad name or that people have bad experiences is because they don't do them in the setting in which they're meant to be done and they don't give them the reverence which they uh, are meant to receive. And so, you know, if you want to work with the medicine, you have to work with it and they'll work with you. But if you're going to work against it, then don't expect too much out of it. Yeah. And one thing that Elizabeth does that I love is that there's, there's a bunch of coaches out there, you know, that will even specialize in like plant medicine integration and helping people integrate these experiences because they can be so profound for many people. And part of how she works with people is with a preparation experience and a proper dieta. And uh, then obviously going and doing the experience and then she also works with people through integration of the experience for, you know, a month or two post the experience. So, yeah, I mean, if you're potentially interested in doing an experiences like this with us on retreat, uh, just know that you're not going to go into the retreat having had these life-changing experiences with the medicines and then like go home and not know, know what to do with it, that you will get the support to really integrate the change that you received in the experience in your day-to-day -day life, because that's where also a lot of bad stories may come out of people doing plant medicines is like they go off and have this crazy profound experience. And then they come home totally ungrounded, unable to cope. Um, I, I didn't have that after ayahuasca. I know a lot of the people that we went with really struggled with like coming back into their day-to-day -day life after having been in the jungle and like had so many profound experiences, I think it was maybe the only one 
Uh, can you share a little bit about what happens after? I don't find that I really struggle with it either, but I think because uh, I've done it so many times, different substances, and I'm so used to coming in and out of that state and just going back to life as it is. But what happens and why the integration is so important is that, you know, you take this period of time, six to eight, 10 hours, depending on what plant substance you're talking about, and you kind of set aside all of your normal daily life to have this experience, which is so far different and removed from everything else that you do in the rest of life. And uh, often you have these, you know, sort of profound realizations, or you come to these understandings, or you're able to work through and process things that you have not been able to figure out for a very long time. Um, you have trauma that comes up to be healed, things like that. If you don't have the container to kind of go back in and integrate all of those pieces and make an understanding of what you've been through, then it's kind of just, it makes everything a jumble because now it's like, imagine that you have all of these jigsaw pieces in a shelf and you shake them all around and then you take the shelf out and then you pull out all the pieces, but then you don't have time to kind of line the pieces back up. You just have to throw them back in the shelf and shake it up around again. And so without the integration and the time to actually make sense of the experience and what you've been through, it can leave a lot of people in a way feeling like disoriented, I guess. Yeah. In life. Yeah. That's what I experienced, not personally, but having heard others experiences that that was the main sense of like, I don't know what to do with all of this. And yeah, it's like the contrast of two worlds, I think is a big part of it because you, your mind gets opened into actual reality, <laughs> which is not, what you see in front of you in your everyday life like this is all just like made up stuff and then what's actually real is what's behind it and I think the contrast between living in both of those worlds living in, in the actual reality for some time and, and then coming back to 3d reality it's it can be quite startling and like holy shit I can't believe this is how we live. This is what we settle for. This is what, you know, this is all our limited reality. And this is what we allow ourselves to experience. And it's so little compared to what's actually possible and available. Totally. I think what happens is that, you know, people don't know where to put these experiences. There's not like a neat little box they fit them in. And so what we tend to do in those cases is just kind of throw it out. Well, what, what can I do with these parts that don't fit? I don't know. Don't worry about it. Mm -hmm. And then so you can have these life changing experiences when you are using plant medicine. But then if you don't integrate it into your being, you just go back to living your life the way that you were and just have this crazy trip and whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And that's exactly why. Um... Elizabeth does a lot of integration and really helping people integrate the experience of the medicine journey into your day-to-day -day life. So you actually embody the shifts and the changes that were available to you in that experience, but on a day-to-day -day, uh, level. So can you describe for everyone what it'll be like to be on a retreat with us in Florida in July of this year? 
Yeah, I sure can. It will be the most fun experience that you could ever imagine. <laughs> really? It's going to be so absolutely <laughs> exciting because wherever you are in your life and whatever it is that you are seeking to achieve, we are going to help set you up with the tools to process your narrative of the person of who you have been and who you have been striving to become and unify them in a way that is going to allow you to move through all of life's obstacles with ease and to create the reality that you most desire. And that's the most fun ever. I mean, being <laughs> able to make life conform to your whim is the most fun ever. Okay, yeah. I would agree. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Okay. Well, can you tell me how you will be supporting people? Um, I mean, we don't have like a super set and stone schedule. We're still kind of co-creating depending on who all signs up for the retreat and what's really needed um, for the highest good and collective of everyone. But what are some of your current ideas and how you're going to be supporting people? The most important thing with anybody that I work with is always just the phase of getting clear on what people want. Because in order to put together a path to getting what you want, you have to know what you're aiming at first. And so with everybody that I work with, I really just help them to understand what it is they want to create for themselves financially so that they then know what sort of engine they can set up for themselves that will get them where they want to go. Yeah. And how does that look with money? How are you yeah, absolutely. The way that looks with money is first um, just getting absolutely clear on what financial freedom is for an individual. So it's different for everybody. So some people, you know, they want to have a log cabin and live out in the middle of nowhere. And the amount of money that they need to get by on on a yearly basis is very low. And some people want to have these great lavish lifestyles. And you can have whatever you want, but the problem is that most people are so busy in their day-to-day -day lives that they don't actually take the time to get clear on what that picture is. And if you don't know what it is, you don't know if you're working towards it or what to do to work towards it. So we help them get clear on um, you know, exactly what being financially free would be for them and then find out how much they need to get there. Yeah, awesome. It's less than you think, I guarantee you. <laughs> it always is. People always think it's much more than it is. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. And in terms of sexuality, um, how I plan to be supporting people is uh, really getting you clear on the narrative around your sexuality that you're currently holding and recreating and rewriting a new one. So uh, you've you all have, you've listened to my podcast for more than a week. You've probably heard me talk about how our narrative around our sexuality is the thing that uh, most holds us back from creating the one that we want and having the sex life that we most desire. So we're really going to dive into that and we're going to be doing shadow work, lots and lots of shadow work to really integrate these seemingly tricky and very um, underworld type-ish <laughs> aspects of our being and bring them into the light uh, to be looked at and going into the shadow work with plant medicine. Holy 
crap, man, this is going to be a very profound experience for people. <laughs> this is a celebration of all your parts. Yeah, I know. Um, literally, I don't know how I would have made it through plant medicine journeys having not already known how to work with different parts and pieces of my psyche. So that's one of my passions is to really set people up for massive transformation through plant medicine by helping them understand the parts that may or may not be coming up for them as they move through the trip and the journey and how to work with them and to heal and integrate them in a very collapsed timeline. So people can spend a decade literally working on their inner child who was sexually traumatized or wounded and they could experience the healing in a plant medicine journey in four hours versus 10 years. So, you know, if you go in knowing what parts and pieces you get to work with, you can literally heal it in a couple of hours and be done with it. So I'm so excited to be taking you all through the inner workings of your shadowy parts and pieces in your underworld and supporting you all in that way. So, uh, yeah, I mean, for those of you interested, the next step to, um, inquire about the retreat is to book a call with me. The call link is going to be in the show notes. All you got to do is book it and we'll hop on a call and talk about, you know, a little bit of your history around plant medicines. If you've ever done them before, uh, why you want to do this in the first place. Like what's your intention? What is it that you really want to get out of doing a plant medicine experience, especially, you know, with an intention around sexuality and or money. And we get to really decide if this is the right thing for you to do. If this is your soul's next step that needs to be taken to remember your wholeness and to get you into remembering that there's nothing that really needs to be fixed in the first place. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, if you're ready to get laid and get paid, I'd be there, be square. <laughs> oh, my God. I feel like you were, like, thinking of that the whole time I was there. No, it just came to you. <laughs> Rolls right off the tongue. If you want to get laid and get paid, be there or be square. <laughs> All right. I love it. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining me today. Uh, I I would love to hear if you want to email me. My email is in the description of the podcast, but it's, it's contact at tilly-storm.com. If you guys have any questions that you would want us to answer, I'm going to have Chris and Elizabeth on a call, uh, an, an episode coming up, and then I'm going to have just Elizabeth on an episode coming up. But if there's any specific questions that you want either of them to answer or myself to answer, uh, I know that other people probably have the same questions. So email your questions in so we can address them on the next uh, two episodes of the podcast. So yeah, thank you so much for joining and we'll see you next week. Bye. Ciao. Want to become an embodied sex goddess? Of course you do. Take the sex goddess quiz today and find out how. Click link in show notes or head to bit.ly forward slash sex goddess quiz to get started.